This is The Book of Life, a podcast that uncovers life lessons from Judaism's most important book, helping you power your day with purpose. Here is Ruchi Koval. Do we eat to live or do we live to eat? I think our society struggles with so much confusion around food. Pick up any typical women's magazine, although this issue impacts men and women, and you will see the following entries. Number one, photos of extremely thin people who look like they never eat. Number two, sumptuous recipes. Number three, how and why you should avoid eating any of those sumptuous recipes. And number four, how and how much to exercise to make it look like you never eat any of those sumptuous recipes, even if you secretly do. Where can we get some wisdom and clarity around our relationship with food? Michael Pollan, American author and journalist about all things food-related and brother-in-law of Michael J. Fox, said that his take on food can be summed up in seven words. Eat food, not too much, mostly plants. Is he right? Is there more? In the Torah this week, we learn all about the temple in the desert and later in Jerusalem. In the temple, there were several furnishings that provided spiritual service to the universe. One of these was the ark. What made the ark special was not so much the structure, but what it contained, the tablets that were given at Sinai. Of course, if you're an Indiana Jones enthusiast, I do not need to tell you how sacred the Ark was, although I do feel it necessary to mention that a lot of that stuff was fictionalized. The book is better. Moving on. I believe an analogy can be made regarding the Ark. The Ark was holy because it was a container for the sacred tablets within. And our Arks that exist in synagogues everywhere are also sacred because of what they contain. Now think about it. Isn't the same true of our bodies? Our bodies are containers for our souls. And to be honest, there's a lot of confusion about this as well. We very often identify ourselves as our bodies. If our bodies change, we might say that we don't recognize ourselves anymore. I think we all know on some level that we are not our bodies. We are our souls. That untouchable thing called a soul is the sum total of who I am. My thoughts, feelings, drives, ambitions, memories, and desires. My body contains my soul exactly as the Ark contains the Torah. So my body then is sacred because it is a container for my sacred soul. Do I treat my body as sacred? Do I revere my body for its sacredness? Am I in awe of my body for all the things it can do? Do I feed and nourish my body with love and respect? and gratitude? I am filled with gratitude that my body has carried my soul around this earth for 46 years. My body has allowed me to do everything that I have been able to do. This 
body has hugged. This body has cried. This body has baked cookies. This body has nurtured. This body has birthed. This body has hiked. This body has walked and run and done innumerable down dogs. Isn't it interesting that you can exercise your body and feed it healthy food because you hate it? Or do those exact things because you love it? You can hate your body and beat it into submission, or you can love your body and exercise it and feed it healthy food because you want to take care of it and love it in respect and gratitude. Since our bodies are such loyal servants to us, shouldn't we treat them with utmost care and gratitude? Shouldn't we feed them lovingly, care for them, exercise them, speak kindly about them? What a lesson from the ark. Our bodies are holy because of the sacred soul within, because of all it has enabled our souls to do. It's that simple. Another piece of furniture in the temple was the altar. The altar was where the offerings were brought, where grain offerings were donated, where sweet-smelling spices were burned. It was so holy that the service could only be done by the priests, the Kohen. The Torah teaches that in our contemporary society, we too have altars in our very own homes. What are those altars? Those altars are our tables. The place where we gather to eat and to host guests and friends and family. This is the table around which we talk and laugh and eat and drink and play games and, yes, sometimes even argue and fight and vie for attention. There was an interesting ancient Jewish tradition in medieval Europe that when the head of the household passed away, his family used the wood from the dining room table to build his coffin. The reason for this unusual custom was to show that while you can't take anything with you when you die— you can take your good deeds and your loving relationships with you to the next world. All of the love and generosity and nurturing and hospitality that occurred around that dining room table will accompany you to the afterlife. You are literally surrounded by the love and nurturing that occurred with that table. The table is sacred. It is the altar of love and generosity. In fact, it is because of this that we are supposed to, and Michael Pollan would be proud of this, slow down. When we eat, Jewish wisdom teaches us that we should do so with grace and intention and mindfulness. We should sit down. We should set a nice place at the table. We should bless the food before we eat it to be mindful of where it came from and of who provided it. We should offer food first to those who are older and wiser than ourselves. We should share it with those who are more needy. We should say a blessing when we're done, thanking God for his generosity and bounty. Because the table is an altar and your meals are sacred, feeding your body, which is a container for your soul, is no less of a sacred practice than offering incense on the golden altar in the temple in Jerusalem. If you have ever been to the Kotel, to the Western Wall, 
Do you remember the feeling of awe and reverence as you stood before that ancient monument, touching the walls and feeling that spiritual connection? What if you could take a moment of intention and meditation the next time you sit down at your very own table, in your own kitchen or dining room? What if you could say to yourself, I am a soul and my body is my sacred container. This is my altar and I will treat my body with respect and love and perform a sacred act of nourishment right here, right now in my own home. What if the ancient temple could remind us that our homes are our temples, that our bodies are our temples? So if I could upstage Michael Pollan, I would say that my philosophy towards food can also be expressed in seven words. Eat food, nurture your sacred container, enjoy. So love what your body can do. Appreciate it for carrying your soul on its mission every day. And don't forget to be its friend. This is the Book of Life. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to Momentum Podcasts on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Join Ruchi again next time for more meaning and inspiration from Judaism's most important book to power your day with purpose. You're listening to a Momentum Podcast. For unlimited inspiration, wisdom, and empowerment, visit MomentumUnlimited.org.